Hey, welcome to episode 29 of the Connect2 podcast. My name is Jeff Cullen. And I'm Mark Hughes. Mark, we are days away from Christmas. We are, and I am totally not ready. No, neither am I. Although I've got a few things. I've got a few things in the simmering in the pot. I'm feeling a lot of pressure about it, actually. <laughs> oh, no. The end of Christmas is always marking for Wow, you know, but you're, college. you're a guy and you're not really supposed to be doing your shopping until December 24th. Yeah, that's, that's right. There's some, the some statistic that second. guys will do it like December 24th. I'm usually ahead of the curve, so. Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, that's normal for you. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Uh, If you're new to the channel, rate, review, and subscribe, especially on iTunes, helps us get found by other people. We've been found by lots of people all over the globe. But they don't write. No. No no email. Well, we're going to try and see if we change that. That's right. With the contest. And download. Download, download, download. Because we are approaching 500. 500. What were we at? 460 some odd. Uh, If we're at 460, we've been actually getting better better traction every week. Yeah. So that's that's exciting. And uh, some people are are putting out the good word. (laughs) I sound like Trump. People are saying good things, but but I, I... you have a few people who I know it's gonna be huge. passing the word around. It's so. going to be huge. So I was watching a show. Someone said they, they had to do 280 podcasts before it finally, theirs finally took off. But it's just a matter How of many? 280. <laughs> and, uh, oh. and then finally, now they've got like, I don't know, 10,000 subscribers. And so it was just this perseverance thing. It takes a while for you to get discovered and found. And ah, it's that's not, okay. Oh, plus, you know what? Certainly for us, it took us... Uh, I would say the first eight episodes to figure out, uh, well, first of all, to record in mono instead of in one ear so right. that people can listen in their iPods, AirPods, just in one one. Sure. Uh, anyway, I like stereo. Yeah, yeah, me too. Anyways, Lord knows we're not doing this for the money. But, uh, <laughs> no, but we are doing it for the coffee. For the coffee. And what are we drinking today? Well, today it's still an Ace. We've got a Chemex okay. Ace. Nice. So that's uh, very tasty. And it's a uh, number nine, I believe. Mm. Very tasty. Very good. But we also have a special treat. So. Oh, yes. I already ate mine. It was very <laughs> so... good. <laughs> didn't have lunch. It's gone. I didn't have lunch. Uh, so we have two um, two cupcakes from Flirt. Oh, Flirt, yes. Right? Um, I actually had the good fortune uh, during, the, uh, I was doing Christmas market right. over the weekend on yes. Friday and Sunday. Not, unfortunately, not Saturday, but that, that, that's fine. And um, um, I was seated, seated, seated right next to the Flirt stall. And on both days, I was quick to get a thing of mini mini uh, cupcakes um, because they sold out long before the big rush. I imagine. Like yeah. they had so much stuff and it all went. Wow. And um, it's good anyway, stuff though. So it's uh, yeah. So you had a salted caramel. Do you okay. recommend the salted? Caramel? I do. I've got the, uh, it's called the flirt chocolate flirt. So you bought these on the weekend? No, I bought these about an hour. Ago. Okay. I was thinking, cause they're still very fresh. If you had, if they were a couple days old, but no, very tasty. So flirt, not a sponsor, but mm-hmm. don't let that stop you. Here in the Edmonton uh, area, they make a uh, a hell of a cupcake. Right? And they just moved. They just oh, moved. did they? They moved to um, just east of the on White Avenue, just east of the uh, Mill Creek Bridge. Oh, okay. I'll have to take a look at that. Yeah, they've uh, they moved. Uh, they were on. Uh, 
Where were they? So they just across from they were on the White old... Avenue near the the railway right station, and now they've moved um, near the. Um, they're in the same as a, there's a Mango Tango and a. Um, that bookstore? Uh, no, it's a um, medicine shop. It's a pharmacy. Oh yes, yes, that's where we got our booster shots. So, uh-huh. or I guess it was our third shot for traveling. Well, they're very good. Yeah, we're getting our cool. third shot for traveling. Friday. Nice. Excellent. Um, you have a humorous story to tell. <laughs> yeah, I have a humorous. Uh, it's a dad story. So you mentioned mice, and this reminded me that uh, we've had. Off air, I mentioned mice. Off off air, you mentioned it. There's a mouse, or perhaps several, in your studio here. Oh, there. And uh, I think there's a lot of mice. So we've had a lot of mice in our house over the years. It's an older house, but a couple of years back, we were having a squirrel problem, and so I. Uh, Squirrels were digging under our um, stair, you know, with like concrete stairway, and it, so it became a problem. So I phoned an exterminator, and he brought out some of these cages. And the idea was, uh, if you trap the squirrel, you know, give this guy a call, and he'll come and get the squirrel. So we caught a squirrel, and this was like in the. It wasn't summer, but it wasn't winter. I can't remember exactly when it was. So we got the squirrel in this cage. And it was like late in the afternoon or something. And I thought, well, I'm not going to phone the guy. It's late in the day. We'll just put the squirrel in the garage in its little cage. And uh, we'll give it some water and it'll be fine. And my kids at that time were, you know, like eight and six or something. Maybe even younger. So really, really concerned, right? And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> it's the garage is enclosed. The squirrel will be fine. So in the morning, the squirrel was dead <laughs> no. for unknown reasons. I don't know what killed what it. What did you put in the water? It, it, I think the squirrel just died to spite me because it was lying there dead, its little tongue sticking out. No obvious trauma. And, of course, the children were traumatized, so I had to tell them that it was sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> I phoned the exterminator guy, and he came to get it. But it was just what the classic dad, you know, with so much certainty, no, no, Squirrel will be fine. It's just going to be... That's straight out of a Monty Python note. Oh, That's the it, parrot. Exactly. Isn't the parrot thing? He's not and dead. He's I don't know sleeping. if it froze or... I don't think it would have because it was not... It wasn't winter. It was like... I don't think it would that... Or maybe it was just like stress, you know, being in a cage. And uh, yeah, it had a... little tin cup and he's going across <laughs> the bar. Had a heart like, attack. Never take me alive, copper. Or a stroke. But it died. Anyhow. Yeah. Oh, my. So, yeah. Yeah. So in terms of things I learned. No more I, squirrels, though. <laughs> We're got around. Apparently squirrels, sometimes they'll get in your roof and they'll fight. Oh, wow. That would be exciting. Yeah. Apparently it's very noisy. I bet. Scare the hell out of you, too. Yeah. I never thought of You squirrels. don't know what it is. <laughs> They're having a fight next door. Yeah. There is no next door. Yeah. It's ghosts. But yeah, so I have, I've discovered last night that we have mice in my studio. I'm going to have to deal with that. Yeah. Pronto. Um, I was, I was telling you, I was having a little, I was, I was feeling a little bit tired. So I lay down and uh, just for, close my eyes for a few minutes and out of the corner of my eye, I see a mouse moving. Yeah. And then I go like, where the hell did he go? I look under the sofa and there he is staring back at me. Yeah, exactly. Like super bold. He's just yeah. like, I'm not moving. You move. Yeah. And uh, and then I'm going, okay, we got a mouse. Okay, fair enough. And then I check and there's there's some, I, I had heard that we, 
seen a mouse. Mouse uh, Shannon picked up a uh, a wrapper for Arrow Bar, and as she picked it up, there was a mouse in it. Oh, ran out. That's exciting. And earlier that day, I was. Uh, <laughs> oh, I went to go. Uh, <laughs> I went to the garbage can and uh, and saw that I had a a paper bag and. Uh, and I realized there was a mouse in it. So I closed the bag and wow. I'm picking it up and I'm on my way out the door. And then I turned the bag and I realized it's a big hole in the side of the bag. And then the, the mouse also realized at that time there was a hole and then it toes to jump at that point in time. And I'm going, where the hell is this guy going? So right at you. Oh man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Shenanigans. So, uh, and then, uh, yeah. Mm. So over the course of 15 minutes, maybe half an hour, I saw maybe eight different sightings in different parts of my studio. So we may have a lot of money. Yeah, there could be more that. Well, we'll see if we see any well, more I, during the shooting. I, was, or the recording. I went to go to my desk and there is a mouse on my desk. Wow. So it's, Holy this is all, this is all yesterday. <laughs> so this is, yeah, this is serious. Yeah. So that's my, the other thing is I learned is that, uh, so I learned that where there's one, there's usually, uh, usually, if you see one, there's supposedly 10 more. Yep. That makes sense. So that's from ice uh, for fish. I've discovered fish don't live forever, uh, no matter how neglectful you are. <laughs> you didn't my know last, this before? Well, I did. But <laughs> my last fish just died. And so, oh, no. So I have now a tank, an empty aquarium, so I will have to clean it up and uh, restock it. How, so, how old were these fish? Uh, uh, at least two years old. So, I mean, these are little tiny fish. They don't live that long. Yeah, yeah. They usually live like two to three years, I think. I think we had a, a goldfish. When I was a kid, we had a goldfish that I think lived for like eight years, which is a phenomenon, because most of them would just float after a year or two. But we had one that just... I never said that. I'm not dead yet. <laughs> it just didn't want to die. Are you sure he was dead or just sleeping? Yeah, well, it could have been like the squirrel. <laughs> Maybe my dad told me it was uh, the same goldfish, and it wasn't. I don't know. <laughs> well, I learned about, um, I don't remember talking about this before, but I learned there's a condition in which people cannot uh, form pictures in their mind. I can't remember the name of it, but it's a psychological or a physiological condition where, you know, like if someone says, think about a flower, you can probably create a dozen different, maybe more flowers in your mind, right? Close your eyes. Yeah. And there are people and it's fairly prevalent who do not have an inner, um, like a mind's eye. And it's fascinating because if you, if they see a flower, they can immediately identify it. Like it's not, they don't have that, that where they don't recognize things like, so they can, they recognize their family. But if you say picture your grandmother, like just abstractly, they can't do it. Phenomenal. And my son just told me that he has, I don't think he has that condition, but maybe a variant that he has a very hard time picturing numbers in his mind. Oh, really? He can only see numbers either. How did he describe it? Uh, they either appear like, like they're on an old monochrome computer screen. Oh, maybe it's the matrix. Or he sees them green? as uh, like, uh, <laughs> no, I think he says it's an amber screen and it's the screen is dirty. So very specific. Or he sees them kind of like uh, um, Sesame Street style where they're like big and bold colors. And I'm like, that's fascinating. And my wife said she only sees col uh, numbers um, as if they're like in Times New Roman font. I'm like, that's, that is amazing. Okay. I don't 
That's that is so amazing. the wonders of the mind. It is. Know? Well, I think you had pointed out something similar to that in a previous episode, but it was it was quite different. Oh yeah, so. it could be. <laughs> it's okay. I know a lot of trivia <laughs> just keeps rattling around my head. Well, uh, there were two other things that I learned. One is um, one is uh, when you're doing a Christmas market or any market for whatever, and you've got something to sell. You need a pitch. You need that elevator pitch. Oh, yeah. Just like anything else. Because, I mean, I You want to buy a book about dogs? <laughs> exactly. No. No. So what was your pitch? Uh, well, my pitch was that, uh, uh, well, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll do my pitch. Okay. And tell me if it would Sounds convince good. you to buy. So um, I've been, I'm a photographer and I've been a volunteer for a local rescue, rescue for the last seven years. And at that time I've photographed over 800 animals wow and uh, last year i decided i wanted to find out what happened to those animals after they got adopted the animals that i had photographed because i photographed them for their social media and sure websites yeah and when i reached out to the 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 rescue to do that the response i got was overwhelming and incredibly positive so i decided to um uh, to select 37 families of the respondents that we got mm-hmm and we um, arranged to get them interviewed by Jane Marshall, who's a local writer who did that. Right. And uh, I retook new studio portraits of uh, the animals. So you have kind of a before and after. Right. As well as family portraits. Sure. And we put it into a book. It's 172 pages long. And uh, it'll warm the coldest heart. There you go. And so you sold, I think you said 25? About 25, yeah. They're going wow. for about 50 bucks a piece. And um, um, we also sold a bunch of swag and stuff. Nice. That goes along with the project. So it's called Rescued the Forever Families Project. And uh, it was really interesting. It, it, what was really interesting as I was doing this market, so you'd say hello to try and get people's attention. And some would come over. Some would ignore you as if you, you know. You know, had scurvy or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Well, the plague. And um, why are you at the market? Yes. You might ask <laughs> if you're not going to come here. Well, exactly. And <laughs> and uh, well, yeah. And uh, but um, there were a lot of people who would sit there and listen to your spiel and nod their head and then walk off. And then people would just come up and say, "I'll buy one." And, uh, and it, so you could not predict by looking who, at people, right? Who were the people Who's that would be one? interested? Like uh, so, Shannon, especially uh, Shannon um, Dickey, who's been pretty instrumental in this whole project. She kind of organized everything behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, she and I both manned the booth on Sunday, and it was a good thing there was two of us because there was a lot of people. Awesome. And um, but it was uh, it was. Um, we, we could not tell by looking at people if they looked like they would be a person who would be interested. There Interesting. There was just, it was across the gamut. Hit and miss. Well, it was not even that. It was like, you know, you look somebody, they might look a little bit, I don't know, a little, I don't know, rougher down in their life. They'd buy a book. And then you got people who look super wealthy or whatever. They'd buy a book. And then there'd other people who you look, oh, this, this person's going to buy, buy a book. No. No. So right. it was um, entirely hit and miss. Cool. And um, and then people would come and just buy stuff, even, you know, I just want the toque. Sure. <laughs> so speaking of Good the toque. Good for you. Oh, yes. We have a rescued. Uh, so the, the book is called Rescued. We also have some collars and leashes. 
We also have some very nice toques. Yep. And uh, so there's um, so we're going to do a giveaway for that. A toque up for grabs. And it's not hard to enter. All uh-huh. you need to do is email us at what's our email address? Uh, connect to podcast at gmail.com. And um, you, yeah, you might just win a toque. You might just win a <laughs> <you> toque. <email. laughs> <laughs> because we don't get that much mail. So yeah. it might not be yeah. hard to win. Connect to, and that's the number two, the number numeral two. two. Number two. Yeah. Connect yep. to podcast at gmail.com. So yep. yeah, I check that every day and I'm always disappointed. So it'd be very nice if, uh, <laughs> well, I, I get stuff from like Google ads and things like that, but, uh, yeah, so go ahead, enter. And, uh, it's a very nice toque. I've seen them. They're, yep. they're, they're great. And they're quite warm. Uh, will you put a picture of said toque on the Facebook page? What a great idea. That's a good idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was going to say, I do remember, uh, when my kids were younger, not that long ago, you know, the the inevitable uh, fundraising for hockey, right? Oh, right. And uh, we decided we're not going to be those parents who bring the thing to work. Well, I work for myself, so it wouldn't be very successful anyways. But, you know, a lot of parents hit people up. We said, no way, man, we're going to make the kids go. And and so we'd drag them to the mall with their hockey jerseys, and we'd usually get permission. Like we did Safeway a couple of years, and stores are re- usually really nice. And um, I'd make the kids sell themselves and you know what it was really successful like we'd usually clean out like in, a, in an afternoon and same thing you never know you know who's gonna who's gonna stop and, and if people had kids in hockey usually they're like oh yeah we played hockey for you you get to hear stories and they'll buy one and then i remember one time a guy who did not look like he was winning at life said he was gonna come back and and buy like 20 dollars worth and of course we were like Sure, right. Never Don't worry happen. about it, buddy. You know, sure, an hour later, guy comes back, 20 bucks, bought four chocolate bars. We were like, that's awesome. Well, you know, what's yeah. really interesting so, is... Uh, good stuff. Way back when, uh, at the firm that we used to work a long time ago. Oh, so we're talking like the 90s. The 90s. I would go around and I would uh, ask for contributions for food bank. Right. right? And... Um, what I always found amazing is that the people who donated most were the ones that had the least to spare. Yep. So they would be the ones with families so on one income or the secretaries or yep. whatever, the people sure. with lower salaries. And the ones that offered the least were usually the ones making the most. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So it was quite interesting. <laughs> you always have to wonder, yeah, what's the logic? Well, if I give to you, I have to give to everybody. Uh, not really. Well, and the last thing I learned, uh, <laughs> we're spending a lot of time on what we learned, but yes, um, well, we learned many positive things. affirmations. Ooh, so uh, did we talk about this a little bit? I don't think so, but maybe. Well, maybe it was offline. Well, maybe. Oh, offline. yeah, offline. that's right. So uh, mm-hmm. apparently, if you say things like "I am," uh, she, oh. Uh, a shooty person. <laughs> we have to keep our clean rating. Uh, <laughs> your your brain will fire fill in the up. blanks, folks. Your brain will fire up with all kinds of things you, because you say it out loud. Sure. So you use that personal pronoun, and by saying it out loud, it causes the brain. And they've done studies with MRIs and CAT scans to see how your brain fires. And right. Um, and apparently, if you do the same thing, but for a positive affirmation that I'm smart or I'm good looking or right. I'm friendly, I can um, win this. Like uh... All of those positive affirmations, they have a similar effect. So the um, 
And what was really interesting, and I didn't realize this, um, so my wife and I have started doing this mm. um, with each other to try and help each other along with our own mental health. Right. And uh, what I find really interesting is every time my wife says it out loud uh, in front of me or near me, I just makes me feel good. Sure. And because I guess I'm just used to a lot of negative self-talk from right. her. And when I hear the positive, it just sounds great. Excellent. And it just, uh, so it's not even just, it's not even just me saying great things about me. Right. It's when I hear it from somebody else. You feel, I feel, you good, feel good too. So just to be clear, this is not you, you and your wife telling each other good things. No. It's you telling yourself, you telling yourself a so, good thing. So it would be like, um, I'm, I'm really capable of, of taking great photos. Right. Right. Yeah. And, uh, that positive affirmation really, so you have to use a personal pronoun. So you have to use I, I, or, um, or, not, or whatever your pronoun might be. Well, but those are like he, she, those are, or, or they, well, them. some people go with they, them, but, and... but that's for somebody else to refer to. So your personal pronoun, it's me, I, so it's not, it's not got any specific okay. gender tied to it. Right. Right. <laughs> So it's a personal pronoun, and you're stating something good about yourself. Right. And uh, it, it helps. It helps That's awesome. It's a, it's a really neat little thing. So anyway. Well, that, that, I think, segues into our main theme for today, which so is uh, gratitude. Gratitude, exactly. So t because, so uh, I think last week we said that this week would be a surprise, but this, this week uh, we will be talking about things we're grateful for. Things we're grateful for. I mean, it's the end of, uh, it's towards the end of the year. It's the time of year where you sort of um, reflect, reflect and yeah, think and, about things yeah, and, and think about things plan and, for 2022. Yeah. And, so Jeff, what are you grateful for? Oh, wow. I, uh, you know, I'm grateful for lots of things. Uh, I'm grateful for this podcast. I'm grateful for, <laughs> for, uh, as we've come through 2021, the health of my family, nobody, uh, we managed to all knock on wood, evade COVID so far. Um, even our extended family, you know, no one's gotten sick. I'm grateful to live, you know, in a part of the world that, uh, as I was listening to a, a podcast, uh, by the thinking atheist this morning, reminding people that when you compare us to people living on the planet, or people living in other parts of like in other times, you know, we are, we are incredibly wealthy in, in innumerable terms, right? Whether it be the fact that most of us live in a house, uh, or yeah. some kind of shelter, right? Well, given the uh, weather outside. Right. Um, you turn on a tap and water comes out. And so, I mean, there's lots of kind of Western things that I'm grateful for, but when you really pull back, and, and think about these fundamental, like basic things that we don't usually give a lot of thought to. Right. Well, that's, that's the kind um, of thing I really appreciate when we, we go camping because you right. have to kind of manage a lot of those things on your own. That's right. And, uh, then you realize, oh, you know, if I need water at home, I'm just going to turn the tap on. But if you're uh, backcountry <laughs> exactly. hiking, you're either packing it with you or you're grabbing it from a stream and using a filter and doing things to make the water drinkable. Right. Whereas exactly. uh, in the city, you're just you know, turn the tap on and it's right. On. Whereas there's lots of places, uh, 
even in the country here in Canada, yeah. we know where water is not a given, right? Exactly. I, it might come out of the tap, but you know, don't drink it. Got to boil it first. Or whatever, right? So, yeah. Uh, what about you? Well, I was thinking about this. So, um, yeah, uh, like, you, I mean, there's the, the thing they always say, health. So I've been very fortunate with my health. Um, um, as far as I know, I'm healthy. I saw my doctor today, so she seems to think I'm healthy. Um, so, but you know, uh, and, uh, it's kind of nice. Um, for years and years, I was always catching colds, um, frequently. I would have right. like two or three a year. I haven't had one for two years, mostly cause everybody's washing their Knock hands. Knock on wood. And, yeah. yeah. So, and, um, I've been able to dodge any, uh, I don't really have any close friends or anything that have caught COVID as far as I know. Sure. And, um, do have some cousins that have had some bad news related to COVID in Portugal. Oh, but not, not, not nearby. Wow. Um, I'm also grateful for, I'm really fortunate. I have financial security because of a lot of things that happened in the past and decisions yep. that were made and it worked out really well for me. So, um, so it has afforded me lots of time to do things that I want to do. <laughs> um, I also wanted to be gra gracious, uh, grateful for uh for good friends yeah you know it's uh you know i have a lot of friends that i've been friends with for a very long time and they're around they're always reliable they always uh they're always there when you need them and it's right. pretty awesome i really uh i appreciate that and you know you know even the podcast is pretty good for <laughs> for affirming that kind of stuff and just making you reflect a little bit more on things going on because it's easy to kind of put your head down stare at your device and oh absolutely not really think about where things are going how things are going and yep all that kind of stuff that's and, right uh you know and or or doom scroll and go down oh. the rabbit hole on said device well i, I pull I, away from it feeling like Ugh. i have to say that uh that um i mean this, this almost touches on politics but uh but uh, uh -oh. I have to say, when <laughs> Trump got out of uh, politics, uh, or he got wow. ousted from... For now. Yeah, for we'll now. We'll see. He might be back, but that that's for another day. But um, I was doom scrolling like mad. That, mm -hmm. that just... Because uh, every day was some new catastrophe that he right. was embroiled in. And um, well, we, we do suffer from that locally here well, in I, our local provincial political situation which true. will remain unnamed it has that sense of every day oh yeah something new like what the <laughs> like jason Kenny wants to change the rules for his christmas plans not anybody else that's right that's or because like, his would be disrupted if we had to follow the rules yeah well you know because he doesn't want to get caught with jameson on a roof well that's right again. exactly it's a little um, too political. So, but anyway, it, yeah. the, but I really appreciate that that because uh, you know when things were quite dark before the vaccines came out. Yes. Um, there was I did a lot of doom scrolling. It was kind of a dark place. You're right. kind of locked up and limited yeah. access to other people. We went a long time without. Yeah. Couldn't go out. Couldn't go to restaurants, and and now we're sort of. Uh, we're slowly. Yeah, we went and had a burger, Paulette and I, on Friday and or uh, no Saturday night, I guess, and it was like, oh, you know, okay, so you got to show your your uh, vaccine 
passport passport at the door except it's yeah. becoming kind of just old old hat now right well i appreciate you know, pull it pull out the phone pull out your driver's license boom boom let's go right yeah. so um yeah so no i hear you the other thing i'm really grateful for is is my wife and still being married <laughs> No, I, I don't say that lightly because if I look back at, we're coming up on 27 years, I think, in 2022. Yeah. Um, you know, we've changed a lot. We've grown a lot. We've we've challenged each other to to evolve. And I think sometimes that happens for people and and it kind of falls apart. You know, maybe one person evolves and the other doesn't or they just... Go they, into they different, go different directions. directions and yeah. Paulette and I have managed to uh, get closer in a lot of ways. And as as uh, but but like I say, that that challenging. So I'm grateful for her having continuously taken away some of that safe space. I mean, not deliberately, but just by her growth. Suddenly, it's like, well, you know, I can't put up with the same old BS that you could get away with when you're like 25 or 28, right? And now suddenly, it's like. Oh, I gotta, I gotta be grown up here. Damn. So I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, I, I would have to say the same thing. So, uh, so Lori and I have been married for oh, 33 years. Congratulations! And, um, That's awesome. And uh, it, it, I mean, she's my best friend. It's really nice to be able to hang out with your best friend. All exactly. The time. Exactly. And, um, and you know, it, you know, it's not uh, all. Uh, a bed of roses at times no, because there's not. definitely we have stresses that are we're dealing with um but in general it's um it's best to to, to go through those things with your best friend exactly no i agree anyway so so yeah. that's kind of the um i mean we go on for it could be a four-hour podcast if we wanted to talk about all the things we're grateful i will say this though if if people are are interested there's a really good book uh, called Authentic Happiness okay. by uh, a guy named Martin Seligman, who is a uh, prof somewhere in the States. I can't remember where. And um, it's an old book now. It's 25, 30 years old. But the gratitude list is one of the, the tools in that book. And it's just so this idea. You put together a list of things. Yeah, on a, on a occasional basis, you slow down, you take a few. I mean, it could be five things on the back of a piece of paper, or you could sit down and take a half a day and, and do something more you know, uh, extensive, but it's all tied to kind of where your head's at, but it's, it's a good exercise. I mean, he's academically done studies that people who take the time to reflect on simple things, comp whatever, right. The things that you're grateful for tend to have better resiliency. It just has all of these psychological and physiological benefits. Then like you said, I think about affirmations, the person that's always walking around, with that voice either in their head or, or even out loud about, you know, everything sucks. I'll never succeed. You know, what was me? Um, it, it, it builds, it programs. Oh yeah. Right. It, so, does, it does. Yeah. It really, it has yeah, the human I mean, psyche is uh, quite interesting. Well, and apparently just the process of saying things out loud changes how your brain processes. Things. And, and other people around you too, I'm sure. Mm. Right. It has an impact. So exactly. Well, there you go. Uh, that is really awesome. Oh, I, I'm also grateful for that cupcake. Mm, it's really good. <laughs> Maybe a little bit more immediate. <laughs> I didn't have lunch either. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, okay. Um, what kind of media have you been consuming? Ah, uh, 
it's end of term. So I've really been busy. Um, it's amazing. Like just work, 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 go to sleep. So I've been watching a lot of stuff on YouTube more than, you know, actual shows. Mm. Uh, although I did watch uh, a couple of season one episodes of WKRP because uh, I've got the box set and awesome. I'm making my way through that. So that's always great. Um, it's got the original music in this, this one, this one in your, this your... one box set. They managed to get the rights. Um, been watching, like I say, the, this, the thinking atheist, a lot of his podcast stuff. And, um, usually he does some really good stuff around Christmas and, uh, it is amazing to me how, like here in Canada, if you say you're an atheist, eh, nobody really cares. Like we don't tend to, but you know, in the United States, there's places where it's a big deal. Right. And, uh, again, just gratitude for living where it's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, saying, yeah, you know, I'm just, uh, exactly. yeah. So interesting stuff. You, exactly. what have you been watching? Well, I watched, uh, um, uh, the latest episode of Hawkeye. Oh yeah. 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 Which yeah. I quite enjoyed. Uh, I have no idea where it's going, but I am enjoying it. Uh, two more episodes. There's only two more yeah. episodes. So it's got a wrap or have some resolution hopefully right um well it's marvel so they're likely setting up oh they'll set things up that'll be else. popping up four years from now and it'll be like oh remember that episode of hawkeye when that person showed up and there they are in a movie you know exactly so, but but it's good i jeremy i think the the chemistry between um Haley stanfield and jeremy renner is just awesome um yeah you know like, I, like, she's a singer too did you know that I think I heard that. Yeah. Wasn't she in Bumblebee, like the Transformers movie? And that was like her breakout role. And I'm not sure. No, so she cool. was in, she was in, uh, it was a Western uh, where she was the the young girl. Oh, yeah. Um, what was it called? Was it Unforgiven? Mm. That's 30 years ago <laughs> with uh, Morgan Freeman and. Uh, no, the one with, Clint, uh, was it? Clint Eastwood and Morgan Freeman. Anyway, so it's it's because uh, she's like twenty four years it's old. It's the one with Jeff Bridges. Oh, um, wasn't that a remake of of a John Wayne movie? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she was the young girl, um, and uh, so she would have been I don't know twelve. He's wearing an eye patch. Yep. That's it's a it. it's like a it's a iconic John Wayne movie. Yeah. The name of which escapes me i want to say mcguffin but that's mcguffin is something totally <laughs> i know else. i know i can uh, uh and, look it up yeah i can look it up so uh any other uh, any other um media that you're consuming uh started a book called how to talk to science deniers so that's interesting uh <laughs> You mean like the entire Republican Party in yeah. the States right now? So just and a whole bunch of UCPers? Because I'm I'm again, Paulette challenging me around communication and and uh negotiation skills and, and active listening. And so turns out from the beginning of the book that really the important thing when you're talking to people who you don't agree with is to basically listen to them um like a lot. True grit. Right. True grit. So that was her breakout role. Maybe MacGuffin's the name of the character. <laughs> Cousin. Isn't that MacGuffin? Uh, it's it's the it's, thing in a it, movie it, like the the Maltese Falcon. 
it's it's an object in a movie or story, I guess, that it's kind of like a sleight of hand thing. It's the it's the thing that everybody focuses on, but at the end of the day, it's not like really the story. Like the uh, the Ark of the Covenant is okay. the MacGuffin, okay, right? Or That's the Maltese right. Falcon, uh, the bird itself, right? Well, it's like the uh, in Avatar, the material that they're after is called unobtainium or something like that, right? And it uh, apparently that is a con- so it's a common name for things that are not. There you go. That's funny. Anyway, uh, so I watched Hawkeye. I watched the first episode of season six, The Expanse. Oh, yeah. Another friend of mine is excited about it, too. How is it? Uh, It's really good. I have no idea where it's going, which is usually the case with The Expanse. But but the characters look great. So there's... there's, Will this be it? Or is this going to then flip into a movie? No, this is it. This is the last uh, season. So and the... How many episodes have they said? You know, I think they did, but I don't know what it is. Okay. Um, I do know that uh, it follows kind of the arc of the books. Right. So there's kind of like this first grouping of books, and then there's apparently in the in the books, and um, I'm reading one of the books, but I'm in the earlier one. Okay. But there's apparently like a big gap. So there's like a... Like a time jump sort yeah, of Yeah, there's like, like a 30-year time jump wow. or something like that that happens, but it's like book seven or something like that so um so have they aged the characters no no so these are part of the first batch oh so, this, so this series kind of, is the series still of, is still oh. following I, th- I believe it roughly it's like one book per season but okay. there's been stuff that's bled from one to sure. the other and there's well screenwriting always requires a certain amount of uh well and, and different some, dynamic well and the, the screenwriters are actually the writers as well sure so it uh so that adds a lot of uh, truism to the characters but some of the characters have been melded some of the characters you know have different times in which they die or right. get introduced or some of the characters like uh, there's one character that you'll i don't know if you've gotten to drummer um she's an amazing character no she was apparently uh, a relatively small character in the okay books, but the actress that played her just kind of created something amazing excellent so, no i'm uh, on uh, episode three of season two yeah so it will so, be soon you'll meet drummer yeah. drummer is quite something and there is one guy that they just sort of had to kind of write out because the actor which one oh he's the the, the guy detective? from no no that's thomas jane no this is a guy he got he was accused of some improprieties. Okay, that he doesn't might be happen. a Canadian actor. Yeah, that no, that ha- doesn't happen until a long time later. Right. So it's uh, yeah. So that's the end of season five. Right. Yeah. So did they actually write that character out, or did they just oh, yeah. like okay? He's he's gone. But he wouldn't have been no in the books. That's great. Right. So. So yeah, there's a that's a departure, yeah. but like, they, they, they've. It, it all makes sense. Couldn't recast him, put him in a transporter and have him come back as uh, somebody else. No. Like, uh, no. like Ezri Dax. That wasn't a transporter, but no, it, it creates its own interesting dynamic. Oh, well, so. I'm looking forward to it. So, um, okay. So that's kind of, uh, what I've been consuming cool. in media. I haven't really had a lot of time. I spent an enormous amount of time with these Christmas markets and yes, um, that's right. Like Friday was from three till nine and sat, sun, And then I did a, a volunteer fo- Christmas photo shoot on all day Saturday, and then for uh, Four Gears, the rescue as well. Right. And, You've been busier in your retirement. And, and uh, then Sunday, all day from 12 till 9. It was a really long day. Cool. 
film. Oh, uh, shout out to the November Project. We got to work out on the new bridge in town. Oh, that that's new, cool. Uh, on the footbridge. That so was cool. So you're working uh, on November in December? That's right. Just because they started it in November. <laughs> Does it they go were, all year round? Apparently that's the story. They put the title at the top of their spreadsheet, the two guys that started it in the state somewhere. And they just said, we'll start working out every two days or three days in November. And they called it November project. And then it just keeps going. They just never decided to change it. So that's right? awesome. Yeah. That's excellent. Well, so, um, a couple quick reminders for people. Yeah. If we you... are trying to hit 500. So put out the good word, download. If you know somebody you think might enjoy, one of the episodes uh, that we've done. Rate, review, uh, and subscribe. And then rate, review, and subscribe. And, and if you, uh, if you send, send us, us an, email. an email or a note through Facebook right. or whatever, communicate now with Now, we us. get thousands of emails, Mark. How should we uh, differentiate oh my that God. it's for the contest? Maybe the subject line should be, say, give me a two. Give me a two. <laughs> <laughs> and let's just say, given the amount of mail that we've gotten... You might get it too. That's right. Now you said uh, we've got a few listeners from other parts of the world. We so, do. We'll send it to you. So the pronounce the the proper spelling is T U C K Q U E. No, it's T O Q U E. Is it? Yes. Not in Quebec. Oh, Duke is T O Q U E. Okay. We'll accept the British spelling then. Unless you're uh, Justin Bieber. A toke. <laughs> Give me a toke. Give me a toke. You're still getting a toke. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, yeah. So you make a good point. Send your some kind of contact information that we can get a hold of you. Well, Address, if, you, if, you, if you get uh, email. If you win, make sure that we can reach you back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we will arrange to get you that's right two. now we haven't given the parameters are we gonna i guess it'll depend how many entries we get well if we get numerous we'll do a draw yes and if we get one we'll get one, one. <laughs> then you've automatically won exactly <laughs> congratulations all right um, so next episode next, next episode we're going to do a uh reflection on the year that's passed reflection on 2021 yeah and such uh, as it is and then or as it was and that will lead to our next episode which will be bold predictions predictions for, for 2022, 2022 and beyond yeah right on so Good anyway, stuff. uh that's it for this week have a great week have a great week and merry christmas yes talk to you soon happy holidays yep bye, bye.